Straight pipes, a couple of millennials reviewing cars. You may think, meh, who cares? Well, evidently, almost a mil- million and a half folks are concerned. And the crazy views these guys get on YouTube, it's absolutely bonkers. We caught up with them earlier. The full video is up on our YouTube page, speaking of YouTube. And they were driving around in a snappy 2021 Jaguar. And a dude my age, when you think of Jaguars, you think of a a spectacular, what was once a spectacular car that just took a big dump. But evidently, it's uh, working its way back into the uh, lexicon of car reviewers. So, of course, how do we kick it off with straight pipes? You can't reach over and move the damn vent with your hand? Nope. No, 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 not the Taycan. Welcome to new cars. Yeah. yeah, right. Don't touch anything. Yeah, the oh. Ford sync system is like that. If you want to just change to something different, you got to get the book out and uh, <laughs> at 70 miles an hour and figure out how do I change systems? And that's actually one of the good ones, too. <laughs> Easy ones. Easy ones, yes. <laughs> Jacob and Yuri, the straight pipes joining us here in the Freak Nation. They went from zero to almost 1.4 million YouTube followers here in the Freak Nation. And there's so many questions that you can get into asking you guys how you started. How did you get this reach? Uh, where did your passion come from? But before we started this thing, you, you told us what car you're in. I was an early Jaguar fan, and then, frankly, the Jaguars started the bed. Are the Jaguars back on the rebound to where they're worth maybe three-quarters of the money that uh, you, you're paying for them? Because you guys are in a Jaguar right now. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, thanks for having us on the show. Um, I'm going to say yes, just because um, you can't get a supercharged 5-liter V8 out of many manufacturers, especially – in an SUV with 550 horsepower. So I'm definitely going to go with yes. And then all the European automakers are putting in the particulate filters and muting their exhausts, where this thing still sounds like a chainsaw going off every time you upshift, which you can't really get from anywhere else. Yeah, so we're giving this uh, probably the best-sounding exhaust of the year that we're going to drive. Well, looking at you guys, Jacob and Yuri, when I was 16, 17 years old, you weren't even a thought in your mom and dad's... uh, (laughs) brain cerebellum at the time so i was driving jaguars again they were so beefy you know three thousand four thousand pound cars at least they felt like it and v12s and just crazy bonkers stuff like that are you finding that those older brands given the reviews that you guys have are, are, are it's forcing themselves to redirect some of their programming and some of their development towards guys men and women your age i think with like the lower horsepower manual stuff, that's kind of the latest resurgence of like cars that they're targeting towards younger people. Yeah, because the manuals are dying off. And we recently drove the Toyota 86, which is probably going to be the, one of the last manual rear-wheel drive cars. Yeah, and then there's the upcoming Nissan Z, which is also offered in manual. And then everyone was upset that the Toyota Supra was not offered with the manual. So I think manual is like the last thing that kind of manufacturer targeting towards people or enthusiasts. But the manual is kind of uh, for, they have the paddle shifts now. I just bought a paddle shift car and uh, I don't need a manual, you know? I mean, that's sort of a a passe thing like buggy whips and uh, $1 coffee. Well, it's it's still, it's still more fun. And you've been having fun with manual your whole life. And 
we still got like a lot more years to go trying to drive manual cars. We got to do everything we can to get keep people to keep buying them. Yeah, yeah and- but you got, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got clutches, <laughs> you got man, get, getting the car up the hill with a clutch. What it's just simple with the paddle shift, but it's more fun. It's the fun part that you're kind of missing. You're you're right. It is better and more efficient, but not the best and most efficient things are necessarily the most fun. (laughs) Well, all right, we can we can agree (laughs) to disagree on that, Jacob and Yuri. (laughs) Plus, I mean, we're really or car manufacturers are really missing the boat on another element of YouTube videos. When I learned how to drive a stick, holy cow, was it comical. So if only there were cell phone cameras back then. I mean, that's a whole nother area that, well, too bad. I guess we're going to be missing out on that. That fun. Yeah, we've been trying to get some of our other YouTube friends to drive, to learn to drive manual transmission, but there's really not that much interest with people these days. In really? Manual. Yeah, and we actually we do have a YouTube video on how to drive manual that we filmed I think last year. It's got almost like 1.5 million views. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we don't teach you how to get out of second gear. It's just start to second gear and stop. Yeah, that's the hardest part. That's an interesting question. I've got yeah nephews who are 19, 20, 21 years old, and they don't have a driver's license. They don't even care to get a driver's license. Uh, there are people. Uh, interested in learning how to drive? Are they responding to your podcast for things other than uh, what's the best car I could buy? Uh, That's kind of tough to say. Like everything we're hearing is kind of similar to what you said, but I mean, everyone we talk to are still car enthusiasts. So they're, they're about cars, but everything we're hearing is kind of like young people don't want to learn how to drive. I've I've got some cousins and and they're 18 years old. Don't drive. Yeah. Don't, Don't have a license. Not really working on it. So I, I don't know. We have uh, newborns, but we're going to encourage our uh, automotive we're, enthusiasm on our... We're going to force our babies to yes. drive manual transmission <laughs> the moment they turn 16. We're going to do our part. Even before that, just not on public roads. No, you've got them. Their car seats right now are actually racing seats. I mean, and they've, they come with a built-in steering wheel. I've already seen that, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Start them young. Jacob and Yuri, the straight pipes joining us here in the Freak Nation. And let's get to the opening question. When did this start? Who had this idea? Jacob or Yuri? Were you guys buddies? Were you running buddies back in the ga- day? Were you guys in a freaking gang? Uh, how did we get to this point where you got 1.5 million followers on? I've already jumped in 1.5 million. 1.4 million hey, well. followers on YouTube. Yeah, so uh, we were in the high school gang, a.k.a. Uh, grade 9. Uh, so, grade yeah. 9. <laughs> no, that's how we met. We actually met in the year 2000, which was grade nine for us. Uh, just to put our age out there, we're, uh, we're born in 86. Um, <laughs> so um, I started the channel in 2012, just filming exhaust videos, hence the name The Straight Pipes. There was no car reviews or anything like that. I never wanted to put my face on camera. I just wanted to film the sound of cars. That's it. And so Yuri was working in the film industry at the time. Yeah, I was uh, filming some car shows, filming car commercials, filming some movies and stuff. And then I figured... Hey, if I'm filming other guys doing car reviews, why can't I film Jacob and I do car reviews? And that way we'll get to drive new cars because there was really no other way to drive anything besides doing reviews. Yeah. And manufacturers wouldn't give me cars uh, just for exhaust videos. They said, we need your driving impressions. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll turn the stupid camera on my face and talk about the cars. And, and it worked. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are you that is amazing. Jacob, we'll start with you. What do you drive? Uh, okay, so I have a 2010 Ford Raptor in uh, molten orange. I have a 1987 uh, Ford Mustang GT, which I also painted molten orange. 
And I also have a 2014 Ford Fiesta ST, which I also got in molten orange. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Are we talking about like behind me, this Continental looks a little bit orange. It's not molten though. Where did the, where did the orange come from? I don't, I don't know. It just kind of became a joke. I really wanted the uh, the 2010 <laughs> Raptor in orange because that was the launch color. That's when you see like jumping in the air and everything with the Raptor splash. So that's I just wanted that color with the orange interior. And then I was like, well, I got one. I might as well just paint my other car the same color. And then I might as well just buy another car that's the same color. So it's kind of a running joke. Like, I don't even like orange. Oh, <laughs> come on. I just I don't care about it. Well, you must like Fords because most of what you described was a Ford. Well, these are my current cars. I've had like Lexuses and things in the past. So it's just right now, apparently, I like Ford. He's a Ford guy now. Orange yeah. Ford guy. Yeah. For the moment. All right, Yuri, you get, let, let's hear your tale of woe. I've got a 1999 yellow Plymouth Prowler as my mm. daily. And then I've got it's a. Your daily? Wait, that's your daily? That's my daily. Well, I mean, I drive it in the winter too. I've got some nice continental winter tires for it. And it drive in the winter. I do, top down, whatever. Yeah, there's, it's, there's it's photos and videos of it. Plastic and aluminum, how bad could it be? Hose it down, you know, whatever. And then uh, I have a 2013 Fiat 500 Abarth with a phase three tune and turbo and all the goodies. So that's my more fun car. Is there any motorsports in either one of your lives? Do you follow IndyCar, NASCAR, rallying, anything? Formula One, we've been following. Currently, we follow Formula One like quite, uh, quite hard. Uh, I used to follow Rally quite a bit, but it, it was just so difficult to follow the WRC that I just kind of gave up on it. But that Netflix show really made it easy to follow Formula One. So we've got mm-hmm. like a whole group chat of uh, of the guys who played Gran Turismo the whole time during the pandemic, and we even got together and did go karting in real life after that. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've been to like my... NASCAR races and Indy car races and stuff like that too. So this is my final question. Where do you stand on Lewis versus uh, <laughs> Verstappen? Oh boy, you want to take this first? <laughs> I mean, then whatever. Let him. It'll it'll work itself out. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, oh really? That's a cop what? out. What was that? <laughs> I mean, you know, like would you look at the footage of that turn? Could have gone either way. They're both aggressive. Racing incident. I want I want Max to win this season, but if he doesn't win and Lewis wins, like whatever. Oh, all right. I'm, I want Lance Stroll to win some more races. That in is, Canada. In Canada. Can there they, you go. There you <laughs> yeah, we don't have many of them. We got to cheer for that, the, the ones that we have because we also have Latifi. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but when you do produce race car drivers, you produce some badass race car drivers, whether we're going back to Greg Moore or the Villeneuve family or James Hinchcliffe, who, by the way, if you want somebody else, a fellow Canadian up on one of your straight pipe shows, he is hysterical. He's an IndyCar driver who is just, oh my gosh, you, you guys you guys would fit in quite nicely together. Let's put it that way. We actually do know him. and We've done uh, one video with him in the past. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we, uh, we do talk to him like on occasion on Instagram. He's a great guy. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, did you do an exhaust vid with him? What was, what was your video with him? <laughs> We did an interview. We actually interviewed him at the at the Honda Indy a couple of years ago. Yep, he drove us around around the track early in the day with the new Civic Type R at the time. Oh, nice. Okay, so are you guys tied to that event? It, it, just in the sense that it's it's a great IndyCar event, and it might go off the schedule. I mean, there's a lot of talk about that right now, and people are pissed. Uh, it's already off the schedule. Oh, we're talking about Toronto. Yeah, the isn't it? 
I guess. I, I don't even know. Toronto's, Toronto's pretty locked down. I think it's been, it was on gone last year, but any chance we get to go, we, we love it. I even got to, got to drive in the formation lap a couple yeah. of times. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And then I got a, uh, I got a lap in the, uh, the two, the two seater. They, with, um, the guy from the name? bachelor. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, Ari. Yes. Ari Brophy. <laughs> <laughs> My wife Ari was about that. <laughs> was she jealous? A very, yes. <laughs> the bachelor. Not, not, not even, not even the, the, the son of one of the greatest open wheel drivers ever. No, uh, the, the bachelor. bachelor guy. Yeah. He's not a Canadian though. So, hey, that's understandable. He's Dutch. <laughs> Guys, good luck. Uh, even better luck being fantastic parents. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very so much. much. All right. See you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs>